Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I would like to um, mention that if you are not a subscriber, you are welcome to subscribe. You're under um, no duress to do so. It's only because there is a community page on the Master's Voice. You can find it on the channel dashboard. To find the channel dashboard, you type in the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog. If you do not type in the full name, you will see a lot of other videos because YouTube deliberately hides these videos for obvious reasons I've explained because of the type of subjects that I cover here. The blog used to be very easy to find on Google, on Safari. Now it's difficult, so you have to be willing to put in a little bit of work. So if you type in the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog, it will show you my channel name with the little the little firebird, and then you click that and it will take you straight to the dashboard. And then you will see home, you will see about, you will see playlists, you will see community. On the community page are several things that I share, insights that the Lord is giving me personally. That is where I occasionally share a bit of um, teaching. I break down scriptures for people. Sometimes if these prophecies are starting to show themselves, I will put examples there just to keep people updated on what is happening. And that is also where I share quite a bit of the prophetic insights and the personal things that God is sharing with me in my own walk. And I have taken the initiative to share things there occasionally so that people can have a broader picture of the time period that we are both in and going into. Today I have a prophecy and wouldn't you know, it doesn't have a name. I received a prophecy from the Lord today, Thursday, September 29. It is three dreams, but I can't really remember the second dream. I only remember what the Lord was telling me after the second dream. And the third dream, it is very long. It is one of these dreams that the Lord gives me that comes out exactly like a movie. It's one of these dreams where until you wake up, until I wake up, I have no idea that I'm dreaming. Everything is real. Everything seems to be happening as if it was real life. And if it's not the Lord to talk to me in that dream where I can separate, ah, okay, this is a dream or bring me out of it. I would be in that dream responding and reacting exactly as if it were real. So I'm not too sure if I'm going to put that dream on the internet, but we have much scripture to go through. We have much ground to cover and so let us begin. The two dreams that I had this morning were about Donald Trump. So on this channel, I made it very clear from the time I started the master's voice that I celestial am not interested in your personal preferences when it comes to political issues. In fact, from the very first prophecy I made concerning politics, and I think that would have been speaking about Obama, I made it clear in that video and all the other ones coming after that in order to be true to the work that God has given me, I do not care. And I'm not interested in people's personal preferences when it comes to politics. In fact, I have warned one thing consistently. If you are still operating at the juvenile level, and I'm speaking directly to Americans here because no other group of people seems to suffer from this quite as much as we do. If you're still operating at the juvenile level of faith, where you're unable to walk through the pages of the Bible without constantly bringing your blue filter or your red filter to prophetic events in the Bible, then you're actually in the slowest and the last caboose at the end of the train, because you will actually think that when 
prophecy is being unfolded before God's end time children, meaning all God's end time children across the known world, you will constantly think that it has to be about Biden or it has to be about Trump. I can't even bring a dream here and mention that the person in the dream was blonde. There'll be at least 30 comments going, it was Trump, wasn't it? People, you have a fixation and all I have to tell you is the words of the Lord this morning are only for one group of people. It is that group of people who, when you hear God's words, you will realize that you have reached, as boys to men said, the end of the road, and it is time to come out of deception. If you come out of deception, there is yet hope for you. You can come out of that deception and cross over to the place where you are in truth. You can be then begin to actually work on your faith, like the way a woman will work on dough to get it to rise and to get it to be what she wants for very good bread. You will realize that as long as you stay tethered to anything in this world, you are going to fulfill many bitter pieces of scripture. And one of the bitterest of them that I'm constantly bringing on this channel is this, therefore you shall fall among the slain. Now this is part of what was being said to, I think the king of Tyre, and I think it's, I'm not gonna give a, a citation, but I know it's in the book of Isaiah where God is judging the king of Tyre who is like a type of Satan and saying, therefore you will fall among the slain. To fall among the slain is a very bitter judgment. It literally means that when the dead bodies are hitting the earth, yours for multiple reasons is going to be among them. And one of the things that the Lord was telling me way too early in the morning, about six o'clock this morning, is that many bodies will fall to the earth because of deception. So of all the reasons that you could pass away, maybe bravely trying to protect your family from Nephilim or equally bravely trying to protect your family from end times hybrid dog soldiers. The reason that some people will lose their life is because they are so deceived that as God says, their wound cannot be healed. This means that it is impossible to administer truth to you. You literally can't hear it because you have two blocks of wood here a two by four here and an entire brick wall here. And truth has literally no entry point to you. And therefore the whole of you is going to be spoiled by the coming of end times events that you refused to wake up to and comprehend. So this is a tragedy. This is, this is a sad um, ending for anyone who claims that they're a Christian and claims they've got a handle on the end times to fall among the slain. What an indictment. And without further ado, let's go into it. So the second dream about Donald Trump, I cannot remember, but the first dream is that I dreamt that Donald Trump came to me and he told me to stop talking. So it wasn't a very long dream. It was just what you might call just a snippet of a dream. I dreamt that I was just standing. Let's just say I was just standing. I was standing and it was nighttime and I was standing under the street lights and there was a bit of light fog and a, a figure began to approach me out of the fog. So it was a man coming towards me, but you know how it is in these slow dissolve moments where a person is coming towards you in the fog, but until they literally emerge out of this fog, you have no idea who is approaching you. And this man came right up close to me like those slow dissolve moments in the movies. And then he came out 
and I saw that it was Mr. Trump. He was wearing a dark suit. He was wearing this very long black trench coat that we're quite used to seeing him in, in the colder months. And it was very simple what he told me. He told me, shut your mouth or you will regret it. Shut your mouth before something bad happens to you. That's all he said. He wasn't even particularly emotional when he said it. He just delivered his statements in very cool and a calm manner. Shut your mouth or you will regret it. Shut your mouth before something bad happens to you. And I looked at him and I didn't say anything. I didn't need to answer him. One of the things that God has told me is you don't need to answer people in your dreams unless it's necessary. And I also didn't answer him because at least in this one, I knew it was a dream. So he gave me this long, calm look, and then he turned around and he walked away. And um, out of this dream, I woke up briefly, and I will read to you from my tablet because this is not yet on the blog. I woke out of this short dream only briefly, and I said, Lord, what is it? Now, this is a phrase that I just ask God when I see things, snippets of things, sometimes a long dream that has many moving parts. Some I get, some I don't get. And God is always faithful right there to answer. And the Lord said that Donald Trump is a federal operative. Now, you have to understand um, this word operative, uh, it, in its basic form, it just means one who works for someone else. But here in America, we understand that if you sit and you're pushing paper all day, or if you work at the DMV, or if you work at a daycare, or even if you work as the CEO of a bank, no one is going to call you an operative. We usually reserve that word for people who are highly embeshed and enmeshed and embedded in politics, policy, and international matters, matters of politics and international policy, um, as in dealing with Russia and dealing with China and that kind of thing. The people who move around in that world, especially those, please listen, especially those who walk around in secrecy, especially those whose work requires secrecy. These are the people that we call operatives. The Lord says, that this man is working with the federal government to deceive the people of America. He is a federal operative. He works for the government. He is controlled opposition. He is a dummy alternative for the people to keep them occupied while the real preparations and arrangements are being made for the beast government to take effect. Now I will just stop at this moment to, I will stop because there's still more about him written down here that the Lord gave me before I started, but I will just stop here to go back to the prayer call recently where the Lord was very angry and the Lord made some very revealing statements. And these statements, I knew them as far back as 2016. So the Lord made some very revealing statements. And one of the statements he said is that president Trump is not going back to the white house. He said that President Trump had no business in the White House the first time. And then he said that the only reason that he let President Trump get near the White House is because the alternative would have been President Hillary Clinton was by far worse an outcome for America. That this woman 
does diabolical deeds against adults and children and had America allowed someone with what God called a murdering temperament, a murderous intent to sit in that seat of power, it would have been hell and havoc for the people of this nation. Now, this is something that I knew all the way back then. And the Lord has given me license to speak of what I knew all the way back then. When these things were going on, and you're just sitting and you're watching to see the outcome of what is going to happen. I remember straining as a horse strains against the bridle towards the Lord, saying, Father, have mercy on us in this country. Have mercy on us in this country. Whatever form of mercy you choose to have, have mercy on us in this country. And it was with much shock that I saw what the outcome would be. And the Lord did say that he had mercy. So now we skip ahead before. And again, I went to the Lord with this prayer in 2020. God, have mercy on us in this country. And this time the Lord rebuked me. And I'm not ashamed to talk about such things because it is a non-humble person who will not be able to disclose when God has shut the door. I have warned on this channel that many of you want to be more merciful than God. So God will say, this arm is diseased. I will hack it off. And then here come the lymphocytes of the so-called church. God, can't we give this arm penicillin? Can't we work on it somehow? God, let's give it a second chance. I know that this arm has been harming men, women, and children in the nation. I know that this arm has been harming men, women, and children in the church, but oh God, aren't you a God of love, the reckless love God? Let's work on this arm. This habit infuriates God very much. So the reason I went to God with a second plea for mercy, it's not because I care about US politics. I went because I know that the day American politics stops working, foreigners, I hope you're listening very well, in every country where you tune in, the day American politics stops working, we are going kit and caboodle into the beast system. See, that's what I care about because God has called me to end times work he hasn't called me to be interested in your MAGA or your Build Back Better or your filibusters and whatever else. God has called me to care about the fact that one day this earth will be empty of many things, but one of the things it will be missing the most is human beings. That's what I'm interested in because the beast system is a coming machine that will methodically exterminate human life and other countries are going to watch as blood flows here until they're going to have to look aside. So that's what I care about. Every time I observe a hiccup taking place in the halls of power, I don't think, oh, my favorite pony is about to lose a race. What I think is we are one step closer to extermination, mass extermination and death. Father, please have mercy. And in 2020, the Lord told me, do not be like then. Do not distress me by continuing to ask mercy for this people. I will show them no more mercy. I will have no more grace. God said, and the prophecy is there, it's called no more grace on the master's voice 
blog. He said he would have no more grace. He said that America was going to get exactly what she deserves. And what is that? America, we are going to see a progressive slide from Mr. Biden to Ms. Harris to whatever else will come. And at the end of the road, there will be only one choice. So it's like having a multiple choice question, but all the questions, all the choices are going to go away and we're going to be left with only one choice. And that will be the man who promised this nation change, did not deliver. He didn't tell us that he was planning to come and complete the change in a final time. And what changes will there be? So in 2016, the Lord revealed in the prayer call, not celestial, but the Lord revealed what he had told me in private, that yes, people have pleaded for mercy and I showed them the mercy. But what America saw is they saw the coming of uh, King Cyrus from the Bible. They saw the coming of uh, 10,000 different Bible characters. And, and all I have to tell you is God says that he actually gave you Saul. He gave you a blunt instrument because he said that matched your hearts. The blunt instrument that came into the White House in 2016 matched the heart of America. Israel didn't want God as their king. They wanted a king of show and ceremony who would make strong, strong, strong words and a strong show of strength. And so they got Saul, a blunt instrument who was only interested in pleasing the people. In 2016, that is what the Lord said. They got someone who is exactly like them. And this is why the Lord has come now, years later, to say, you got your blunt instrument. And what did you do with it? What Israel always did, mounted up a statue, an idol to worship. In the prophecy Ezekiel 13, let me work with my notes here. In the prophecy Ezekiel 13, the Lord said that he was so angry with America. And that's because America lifts up the name of Donald Trump until it smokes into the heavens like black smoke. God says that black smoke angered him and irritated him because it is like the burnings that people make for their idol said he was very angry with it and he was going to harshly judge all the false prophets who were leading the people on into telling them that Trump is the savior they need. Remember, this is years back and it's all documented. So to those of you who always flip your lid when you come here and you think, oh, it's just actually a sign of how deeply embedded this lie is in you because whenever you poke a sacred cow, whenever you poke a person's idol, they'll always flip out. And that's how you can see, man, that demon is in there deep. And there's some people who have a civil approach to their idolatry. Well, no, we're not, we're not making an idol. We were just happy to have someone who didn't steal and didn't lie. How many court cases does your idol need to fight off? I'm going to speak everything that God has been laying on my heart today. God says that you in America cannot stop worshiping idols. And he said that America cannot resist a golden boy. And here into this prophecy comes America's golden son now resting and waiting for his judgment, Mr. John F. Kennedy. The age of Camelot, another God that stood on the American landscape until he lost his life and how the nation crumbled and collapsed mentally 
and emotionally. Why? Because America, you are much older than me, and yet you don't seem to understand how it works with conspirators, co-conspirators, planning and plotting. You actually think that the words on the cover page are what is taking place in the book. That's why Netflix makes so much money off of us because Netflix, it takes Netflix to come and constantly make documentaries about the truth. And then people who are older than me go, oh, that's what happened. If Netflix doesn't come and expose the conspiracies for cash, some people in this nation could go to their, their grave thinking, what a tragedy that the, the shooter on the grassy knoll this is a prophecy on the blog already. I speak nothing of myself. This is the Lord's revelations. It's called Redacted Information Revealed. And God named, I think, Lyndon Johnson and George Bush Sr. as the conspira conspirators at the top of the list in why the golden age of Camelot came to an end. And what God says is that, America, you are constantly willing to overlook a little bit of sin on your idol just to keep the party going. So it doesn't matter how much information will come to rock the pedestal of the idol. You'll just be like, idol, we'll prop you right up. It's just, it's just smear campaigns. Mr. Kennedy, a golden boy, a true statesman, but a man of unfaithfulness. But America will overlook that blue dress because she just loves a winning smile. Mr. Kennedy's brother killed someone and there exists footage on the internet today of them asking Americans at that time, are you still gonna vote for Ted? And they're like, well, he's a good boy. And I, I don't think he meant it. This, this, is, this is the nation. And then when the Lord brings prophecy and says, you are complicit, then people come and they shake their tiny fists and they say, I've been watching you, but God will expose you and your lies. And I'm thinking, all right, he surely will expose lies from somewhere, but won't it be a shock where the lies will come from? The Lord says that this man is working for the government. Controlled opposition. Controlled opposition is where you're both one side, but then in order to get the criminal to talk, someone needs to be the good cop. So you're both working at the police department, but one of you is going to split off like a personality. And you're going to be the cop that comes in and says, man, you've been, you've been in here a long time. You know what? We're just trying to get to the bottom of this. Can I, can I get your coffee, anything, cigarettes? That's the cop who comes in and gets you to rest and put your guard down because the other guy is behind the glass hoping that they don't have to come in and threaten you and get you to clam up and say you need your lawyer and Miranda and all that. So the good cop will try to split the votes, split the party, split everything. And people older than myself are sitting in this country unaware that the wheels of civil war are churning because as the Lord said in the prayer call, when your idol falls and he's under that special flag, he said an earthquake will hit the country. It will ripple. And I saw it and I said so in a long ago prophecy. 
that this man himself doesn't know that the game he's playing where he thinks he's in with the boys, that the boys actually are run by the beast. And one thing the beast system is faithful to do, the beast system takes no prisoners. The beast system is that scary sky movie that will hire someone to do a dirty job. And then you go out and do the dirty job and you come back and you're like, I took care of it, boss. And then the beast system says, you did a great job. Pew. So we're sitting here and the Lord has sent me to minister to adults who can't take the medicine. And you know why you can't take the medicine? You can't take the medicine because of this fundamental rule. When you are deceived, there is no way to come out of deception except through humility. See, deception is a pit. You're at the bottom and you have no options. You don't have a ladder. You don't have a rope. There's no way to come out of deception. The only way that you can come out of deception is to humble yourself and, and admit that you are deceived. The instant you hit your knees and repent of man worship, party worship, maga worship, whatever you're worshiping and keep denying that you worship it because you think your reasons for following it are quite well thought out and you're being a reasonable American. The minute you hit your knees, you will find a bright light shining into that pit and a golden staircase will come and Jesus will say, come up out of the pit of your deception. When I brought these prophecies two years ago, there were, there were the same reactions that's going to happen now. Some people admitted that they were deceived. They admitted that Joshua Johnson and all the flyaway birdies who were swearing, oh, they swore on various swearing posts that God had told them for sure he was coming back. Cyrus would not abandon the nation at the time the nation needed him. People repented. But there was another group of prophecy, another group of responses calling me very interesting names. And I've noticed how over the years, all of those comments have disappeared because reality was kicking in and people just went back and just delete. Like Carrie Ann Gidden, she'll give a false prophecy and then when it doesn't happen, she'll just delete the video. People go back and they wipe their tracks, but they don't understand that they don't wipe their hearts and God will hold them accountable for it. He will hold you as a participant with your idol. Have you ever heard of the tar baby? This is going way left, but I know that it's the Lord leading me. The tar baby is something that you raise up in your pumpkin patch. So you're growing pumpkins and you don't want your pumpkins to be robbed. And so you build up this thing that looks like a scarecrow, but it's covered from top to bottom with sticky tar. And then whoever comes to steal and sees the tar baby standing there will be like, who are you? This is my pumpkin patch. And you slap it and you slap it and you kick it and you kick it. And in the morning, the farmer comes to find you stuck hands and feet to an idol. And then he takes care of thieves who enter the pumpkin patch. Just a moment as I fix the lighting, please. So what the Lord is saying is that it is extremely dangerous to have the sins of your idol accounted to you. The Lord says that this man is a dummy alternative for the people. A dummy alternative means that it's literally the thing you hang in front of a baby to keep the baby happy and kicking when you, you're running a little late 
and it's time to give the little one dinner and excuse me please it's time to give the baby dinner but you're running a little late and you know in a little while he's going to fuss so you hang that thing over the crib because then it keeps him occupied and he's kicking his little legs and he's happy and then it gives you time to catch up and do what you were supposed to do the beast system is active in america the lord says the beast system is a go all the military men know what that means. They all know that they're given assignments and they go over the assignments. And even if they drop them on that beach, it, an assignment has to be a go in the military before you can do it. So, so they need that. Yes. And then they can do what they're supposed to do. So God is saying that the beast government is in effect. The beast government is a go. But this dummy alternative is being hung in front of the people to keep them occupied because the real preparations and arrangements are being made for this thing to come out. And I know the reason that many people don't have the proper, I wouldn't want to call it fear because we're supposed to have only fear of the Lord. But the reason that most people don't have a proper appreciation of the real danger that this one world final system poses is because they don't study the book of revelation. People treat the book of revelation almost as like an afterthought. A lot of the times they don't want to read it because the first thing that a thinking person picks up when they touch that book is man, there's a lot of people dying in here. That is one thing that you cannot miss when you read Revelation, that you just see soul after soul after soul exiting this world. And it's not even one soul, it's mass souls. The Lord said in a recent prayer call that I shared, my private prayer calls that I am sharing, he said that the horses will ride, white, red, black, and pale. He said, each of them will take their due. And then he said, they must, it is prophesied. So if you just go and look and think, well, what's their due? It says that the pale horse who rides with death as the rider and Hades as his accompaniment, Hades being hell, says they take a third of all living, a third of the people on this earth go to their ending simply by, it says, the beasts of the earth to kill with death. That word death has been changed. It's actually pestilence, which means that this Rona was just an opening shot across the bow. Things are coming that are going to eat people up bodily. Things are coming. Some disease made of fever is coming where I saw people as crisp as freshly baked pastry. When they died, the fever had cooked them until their skin was as flaky as pastry. They died looking 171 years old because of how the heat cooked them from within. God says that death will get their view. And where's America? Well, we just need to, we need, we need to get a red wave and a blue wave that that's the level many people are at. 
And God is saying, prepare for me, prepare for the times. And, and here is a nation asleep because of the dummy alternative being dangled in front of them. Let's move on. God says the beast government is already ruling in America. And once its claws and its regulation come out in full, people will find themselves taken as with a snare in an instant. All the hunters know, I've, I've never been out there because there's bugs and stuff, but the hunters know that when they lay their traps, they lay something, I've seen it in the movies, they lay something and then they cover it with leaves and branches and everything, and then something will come in there, and the minute it steps in there, it triggers something else on the third tree, and then it goes... And all of a sudden, it's a bag. It's a big net bag, and, and your prey is hanging in there. That's what it means to be snared in an instant. It means last week you woke up and everything was new, and then this week you woke up and there were seven emails on your phone, and then you couldn't believe the emails, and then you put the TV on, and there were 73 new announcements at the same time. The Lord says people will be taken in an instant when the, when the claws, claws are sharp implements that your cat has meant to cause pain to your couch and a chipmunk in equal measure. That's what claws are. Claws are how predators like lions and leopards end all arguments. They end it with claws and teeth. So the Lord says this is a beast that has claws. And then he says it also has regulations. So there are many people, they could barely survive 2020. The mandates came out and they were like, I just don't, I'm in, a, I'm, and then you still went in your house and sat there because it doesn't matter whether you were an American or not, whether you're an Australian or not, whether you're Kenyan or not, you went to your house and you sat there because they told you to sit there and sit there you did. That's what it means when regulations come out in full. God says it will be a net that takes people by surprise. He says people will end up as prey for the beast. And that's because in the good years when they should have been storing up wisdom, knowledge, and understanding by which a man could protect him and his family. God says that people were using the good years to follow after their idols and to heap up idols for themselves. Their own lust allowed them to be heavily deceived and they were lulled. And they have been put to sleep. And the Lord says that if you have allowed yourself in these political games that have kept CNN and C-SPAN and I don't know, all the C's. He says that if you have allowed yourself to be heavily deceived and lulled, put to sleep at this crucial time, God says you will keep sleeping until you can be put to sleep permanently. On this channel, I will not hold back any of the Lord's words. I will keep them in print. I will put them in print. Just like he said to Ezekiel, you shall speak to them all my words. And it matters not if they hear you or don't hear you because they are a rebellious house. Every single syllable, I will speak it in these videos. I will write it on the blog. It will sit there as an indictment. Those who have ears to hear, they will hear. Those who just like, well, not my God. That's the thing. You see, you say things, people out there, 
and you don't understand what your own words mean. Whenever someone tells me, well, my Jesus, I just know that your Jesus is like a raggedy and doll that you sewed together from your expectations, what you thought when you read the scripture, which wasn't accurate, what you want to happen, and your fervent, fervent, desperate hope mixed with a little bit of truth. That's who your Jesus is. Your Jesus is an amalgam of your own confused heart. So how can he not be a puppet who bows and does in your mind everything that you think he will do? He's your Jesus. He's the one you made up. The one in this book is a very different person from your Jesus. God says that Donald Trump is complicit in the fall of America, but at the proper time, he will pay the price for it. And here's what I said earlier. The Lord says the beast is merciless. The beast takes no prisoners. That means that the beast can give you an assignment in this present dispensation and you carry it out as, as oh, the hope of the people, the great hope. And you lead these people into idolatry. Why? Because they're so busy following you. They don't have any time to even ask Jesus one day of their lives. Who is this? And then even when they go and ask, they're asking their Jesus. So of course he's going to tell them, he's the guy I sent to save you and make America great again. That's what your Jesus will say. Real Jesus says that the beast is merciless and takes no prisoners and the beast wipes up all its loose ends. This man is as much a part of the current government as the people you visibly see on the other side. He thinks he is in the loop as to how things will go but the ending will be quite different from what he imagines. Now, before I put this video on, the Lord says that Donald Trump will be judged by him. He says that he will judge him for deception. He will judge him for his own sins. He will judge this man for pride and he will judge this man for being an idol. So people of the nation of America, as all the foreigners are watching you and I on this channel, why is it that when God says something, you need to say something? When I occasionally have time, I ask people this, but apparently nobody's ever gotten back to me with a good answer. Why is it that when God will say, America's guilty of this, someone will say, well, the Arabs were doing it long before. Actually, let me let you know how the Arabs started this practice before America. Why is it that when God says, most guilty of all the nations, then people come and say, there's good people here. Who are the good people? When Jesus said, there is none good except God. How are you reading your Bible? Sideways, upside down? How is it? Why is it that when the Lord will speak, and that the words of his mouth through me are nothing new because he sent people generation after generation to tell America the same thing. Turn from your sins or I will burn you to a cinder. Why is it that because I have come, the faces are so hard? Oh, discerners who are so discerning. I will give a synopsis of this dream. This is a horrible dream and um, there's no need going into it in depth. Oh, here is another thing. The Lord says he will also judge Donald Trump because America continues to parade him as a savior and then deny that they do so. So to break down this statement, it's basically do something, then God says you do it, and then you say you didn't do it, which means that the end of the statement is that God is the liar. 
God says that America denies responsibility for her idolatry. She idolizes the flag. She idolizes her military. She idolizes her institutions. This means the school system, the entertainment system, all the systems. America says we're the best. So you idolize that. And God says that the nation itself is an idol. And let me go to something briefly here. In the book of Matthew 11, I bookmarked that. Matthew 11 and 21. Oh, no. Yes, here it is. I was looking at verse 12. Jesus speaking, and he says, Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. And all this does is remind me of the entire teaching that the Lord gave me called, If My People, If My People, discussing reasons that America will not repent. God says that America likes the idea of repentance. So people will find a place like this and listen to a few videos and say, but you know, God might change his mind and God might change his heart. So God hasn't changed his mind or his heart. And people forget that it's because America hasn't changed her mind or her heart since the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, continues to call out to God for mercy when a 9-11 will happen, but then as soon as God has mercy, will continue to kick the can of sin down the road and commit brand new sin. So the people in the 40s were not chopping off their male bits and insisting that they be called crystal. But now here we are, as, as, as the Bible says, America has heaped it up. And then when the sin is standing sky high, taller than the Tower of Babel, an American hearing these words will come to the channel and say, well, you know, God is merciful and not my Jesus, and there's good people here. All these things are what are called complacency. You are complacent to live in a pig pen and then say, well, if we spray some Febreze, It'll be on okay, at least until the guests go home. So let me cover this brief dream that will give you further insight into something that I've spoken about that the beast system will do, which is put people to death en masse. This was a horrible dream, and it was one of those dreams that played out like an entire movie, which is why I'm not going to go into it in detail. It's the kind of dream where you, as the person in the dream, you will basically find things out that even if someone were watching you in the dream, they already know. So what am I trying to say? You rent a movie. At the bottom of the movie, it tells you this is a chilling movie about how the furniture in someone's house came to life and ate everybody except the cat. So you already know. This is a movie. It doesn't matter how innocent the couch looks. The couch is going to come to life and do some bad things. So as we watch, we know what to expect. But I, in this dream, I had to go through this horrible dream to know what was happening. And I found myself in a hotel. I had no idea what I was doing in that hotel. I could barely call it a hotel. It was more like a dorm. I had a decent sized room and I had a window that looked out into the outside. You could sometimes see a deer run in. You could sometimes see the rain when the rain was falling. You got to watch lovely sunsets. And so this window was such a blessing to me. This window was directly at the 
opposite the bed and then there was also a TV set, but I covered my TV set with a towel. And what I used to do in that place most of the time was read. I would read, sometimes I would go and sit down by the pool, Sometimes I would take a walk in the, in the, in the grounds, you know, in the grounds and everything. And sometimes when I was reading, this thought would come to me, what are you doing here? But I would try to get a hold of the thought, but never really be able to pull the thought towards me and think about it to say, yes, what am I doing here? What is this? And so in my mind, I just thought, well, I'm, I'm here for a conference. Obviously work, work sent me here for a conference. That's why I'm here. Where else, why else would I just be in this low rent, low budget motel? And there were people in the hotel and I never saw staff in this hotel. We were just in this hotel. I never saw a single person that worked there. We were just people on the lounge chairs or in the dining room and everything like that. And so this was my day, you know, the gym, the pool and everything. If you needed clean linen, in this dream, it would be on your bed. So you'd go for a walk and when you come back, there'd be fresh linen. If you, if you dropped, there was a time I dropped my toothbrush behind the toilet and I was like, well, that's the end of that. And when I came back from a meal, there was a fresh, you know, saran wrapped brand new toothbrush there. If, if you were having problems with the air in your room, you would step out to do something. And when you came back, the air would have a red sticker across it that said repairs. And when you peeled that sticker off and you turned it, if you wanted heat, the heat would be fixed. If it was cool, you want it, the cool would be fixed. And so it seemed to run itself. And all I saw at this hotel were residents. I even saw famous people at this hotel and I had an interaction with one. It was mostly for some reason, black famous people at this hotel. And I remember, uh, these are people of international fame. And I spoke to one man and I said to him, you know, I really, I really used to be into your music and I really used to dig you as a child. In fact, I said to him when I was a child, I didn't know better. And so I had your pictures all over my wall and, um, you know, I really used to pay attention to you, but then I grew up and I knew the Lord and that's why I don't have pictures on my wall of nobody anymore, you know? And so this man, I asked him, what are you doing in this low budget hotel? And he smiled real sad and he said, oh, you know, they don't have any use for me anymore. They don't have any use for us anymore. So they sent me here. And he was about to say more. And one of the other superstars, one of the other stars looked at him like, is this conversation with this girl really worth it to you right now? Is it? And this man just clammed up and he didn't say anything. Um, and people hated me in this hotel. This was really clear. I, I didn't know most of these people. I think I had one or two friends, people that I know in this hotel, but the hate from people was not something that you can mistake. I wrote down here and I said, hate is a small word with big consequences and you don't need anyone to come and scribble to you. I hate you. You can feel it in a thousand different ways. And because this visceral reaction from people was so great, I quickly figured out when the food times were and I would go and get my food when the dining hall was basically empty because there was always fresh food there. This is not a certain feeding time. And then if you come near the feeding time, everybody has slopped in the food and it's all a mess. No, there was always fresh steaming things of food there. And so that convenience could not be beat. You could be hungry at 4 a.m. in the morning and go and have either a breakfast type meal or a full lunch or a full dinner. It was always there. The TVs were there. Everything was provided in this place. But every now and then this thought would visit me. What are you doing here? And I couldn't figure it out. And one day I was walking in the halls and I met my brother and I said, what are you doing here? Because even if I'm there for a conference, what on earth is my brother doing in the same hotel? I said to him, what are you doing here? And he said, what are you doing here? And we hugged. And then as we were talking, 
layers of this dream began to peeled back and it felt exactly like how you see the movie where the mind controlled person stops being mind controlled at last. And I told my brother, something's going on here. Memorize my room number, memorize my room number and tell me yours. And we repeated it back to each other to be sure we knew. And I told him, um, we're going to meet. So I get back into my room. After I go for a walk, I get back into my room and the bed has been made, the hand cream replaced, the soap is fresh, new towels, but this time the room feels so wrong to me, so wrong. The room is screaming wrong and yet I cannot tell why. I look out the window, nothing is wrong. The TV is still covered the way I keep it. What could possibly be wrong? And I suddenly go up to this mirror and I look at this big, this big window all this time, to me, it's been a window. I look at this big window and I think, since when, Celestial, in a building, has someone whose room is so deep in the building been able to have a clear view to the outside and see deer skipping around? And I reach out my hand and I touch this window and the window goes off. It goes off exactly the way a TV screen goes off and I realize that this thing is not a window. This thing is a screen. And that's how they always know when I need fresh towels because they watch me say stuff like, man, I wish I had another towel. And that's how a new toothbrush comes because they watch it drop behind the toilet. That's how they know the air doesn't work. And the Lord gave me the name of this mirror and I forgot, I forgot. My brain just keeps saying, vanity mirror, but that is not it. Nothing that big. It gave you a perfect view to outside, except that outside was not there. This thing exists in cruise ships now to stop people from being seasick and to stop people from having vertigo. It is a false thing. And then on it, they put scenes of the forest. I've seen it on ads for the luxury cruise lines. It is a screen that pretends to show outside. When it's rainy outside and people might get seasick, they show you sunny beaches so that you feel normalized. This is what they had in the room. And that's when God, will, God speaks to me in these dreams because when I'm just about to, he will speak and bring normality back to me inside the dream. As I was standing there, I saw behind this screen, I, I had meant to get a picture of a light, but I didn't do it. It is these lights, you usually see the light um, screwed to the top of, of the um, ceiling. So it is these lights where here's the bulb, and then they put this cover on it. So uh, just, okay, just imagine this is the ceiling, here's a light bulb, and then they will put this flat cover on it, and then you get the light without the glare of the bulb. It's a flat Sometimes it's usually a frosted cover. That is what was there. When that screen went off, I saw that behind it was a light and the light was red in my room. And then God opened my eyes and I saw into hundreds of rooms in these hotels and all the lights, almost every light in the room was red. Here are the Lord's words. This is a camp, Celestial. This is an extermination camp. This is exactly the type of place that people will go to when there are disasters. These are places of refuge that will have food and amenities. Places will you be told, stay here and get yourself together. You've been through a rough, you know, that hurricane has flooded your house away and you've been through a rough time. We're only here to help. Stay here, 
and, and recover and we're going to help you get back on your feet. The Lord says these places exist already and that lamp is the kill order. Every single person who has a room with a red lamp is going to be killed and the majority of people who die in the beast system will die just like this. I hope you're listening to me. Camps where they'll put a little bit of cheese and because of Hurricane, Hurricane Freddy or Tropical Storm Hannah has blown your house or your trailer away, you won't have any choice and you'll be thinking, oh, the state, the state, thank God for the state. God says that even the so-called good people, and please see the parentheses and the, and the quote fingers. He said even Christians will die in these places because celestial, there's a type of Christian who is so deceived that there is no remedy for the lie that they have believed to Thessalonians 2, 8, to 12. There is no remedy for the lie that they have believed. There is nothing that can be done to heal their wound. Even if you administer the first aid of truth, they will not receive it. They will receive the lie and they will perish by it. These camps are to kill people that the new world last letter does not want Christians, protesters, gun owners, people who support causes, professors who have a wrong view that is different from the view of the new government. This is a place of final destination, a place of no return. The lamp is on. The lamp is red. Look. And I looked again at that red lamp and I saw through the building, people lying in bed, woman shampooing her head and, and calling out honey and talking to the man in the room and he's on the bed flipping channels and behind their fake, fake dimension screen, a red lamp on. People sitting on the bed reading magazines, people eating dinner in the room and that lamp is on. When I saw that thing, I ran to find my brother only to find him running to meet me and I said, we have to get out of this place. And here's the last thing, a common mistake, and I have been wanting to warn many of you. In fact, on the community page, if you're honest, you will know that I warn about this all the time. My brother and I have the opportunity to escape this place, to see after our own survival. And then I say, wait, I have to tell my friend. And I run to find this friend. We're not close in real life, but she, in this place, she's there and I've been seeing her and I thought, I can't leave her here to die. I have to find her. And I run to go and look for her. And I find her in the break room making coffee and I say, so-and-so, something terrible has happened. I've just found out they're planning to kill us. This place is a killing place. This place is not the place that they told us it would be typical movie style. And she says to me, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And I told her everything, finding out about the mirror that watches people, finding out about the red lamp, finding out about the extermination camp, everything that God has told me in the dream. I go and I tell this woman, and then suddenly the eyes of this woman changes, and she says, oh, celestial, oh, dear. And of course, I had that feeling that if you are listening, you're having that feeling. What is that feeling? That feeling is the realization of what happens to people who don't know when to keep their upper and lower lip closed in the future that I'm always talking about. The people who many of you, I have told you, 
that the reason you may lose, no, I'm not going to lie in this video. The reason you will lose your life in this video is because you are living with someone who has shown you every color of the rainbow except the right one and who they are, but you keep sitting there. Well, you know, we've been together for a while and I just, I'm hoping he will change. He will change into something at the final days that will send you to your father much faster than you think. And so, I realized in this dream that the reason many people could not complete their thought as to what am I doing here and not question how long they had been in that place is because, and I will read from what the friend told me. She said, all of us who run this hotel live here among you posing as residents. That's why I said I couldn't see any staff. The place was run meticulously, but I never saw someone in an official uniform that I could go up to and say, what? what's the name of this hotel? She said, we live among you here as the residents and we, we make friends with you and we talk to you to find out who you, what you know. Isn't this the social credit score that I've made videos about and said that in the future, God has shown me that it is your friends who will be hired as the new world snitches and they'll be coming to the bingo game and they'll be like, hey, you know, isn't this new situation? Isn't this new system perfect? And then you're like, I hate it. They're like, oh, you know what? I, I find it difficult to. They will flip and change according to what comes out of your mouth, either with a recording device on them or with a photographic memory to go and write and say, she said all this, serve the report. Please go back and watch the old prophecies. One of them is called Pogrom's. There's coming an office called the Office of Citizen Affairs. They will serve reports there and all day and all night. That office does not close. All day and all night, I saw the men in the black with the helmets and they would come out and grab a bunch of kill orders and go out and execute them. I'm not talking to any other country because God has not shown me that. I'm talking to the US of A, what God has shown me. They would grab those kill orders and go out and execute them. And what were they executing them from? You had a broken taillight on I-95, death. That's the system that's coming. The woman said, we live among you to find out what we know. We talk to you to find out if you remember yet. How, if you remember how you came here, we talk to you to find out if you remember how you got here, if you remember how long you've been here, she said, we talked to you to find out if the drugs are wearing off. And then she says to me, clearly your drugs didn't take. And that's because you always eat at odd times. And by then some of the psychedelics in the food have deteriorated because of the heat of the food. So she says, oh, well, so if I had been eating at the normal times that everybody else eats, these things that they were putting in the food would have been very potent. It goes right into you. But because I had the habit, because people hated me and I got sick of it, of eating at odd times, the food will cause the thing to deteriorate. And before I end this video, I will tell you the name of the drug that I saw written before me, but I know that this name is not quite right because I don't think that this can be a word. It's called Auschkahausa. That's what I saw written. I saw it written as if it was carved onto one of the walls when I was running out of the dream back to my brother, regretting my mistake of trying to go and get one more person.
who turned out to be a person who was already deep in the beast. This word, this word had a lot of A, a lot of U, and S. And I will just pronounce it as Aushka Hausa. That's what they were giving the people in this dream. And this thing is a thing that is a psychedelic, but when you give it to people in measured portions, it doesn't make them trip and see Pete the magic dragon. It just keeps them in this floaty enough state where everything is just all right all the time. And as long as you feed and water people, they will be fine until the very day you tell them, uh, group 406, everybody who's in room 101 to room 199, we just need you guys in a group meeting. And those people will go off with no idea that the reason they are so compliant is because they have been taking Aushka Hausa, Aushka Hausa something. This word, I'm going to find out what this word really is. That is what was written on the wall as I was running past. It is a psychedelic that in large doses will trip a person right out, but in small doses will keep them as meek as lambs. God says that people will be taken to their deaths like lambs to slaughters, because even if you show them a Venn diagram and a pie chart and a blueprint of the prison, and you try to tell them this is a place of death, this is a place of danger, they will ask you, have you ever heard of a death camp that had a pool and free food? They will refuse to listen, and that's how the red light will carry them away. There is red, blue, and yellow in the new world order. Red, blue, and yellow that will determine your level of brainwashing. Can you be brainwashed? Can you be kept in that state a long time? Are you a good recipient of drugs? Some people get drugs and they trip out and die right there. So obviously they're not a good recipient of drugs. Can you be kept in a brainwashed state a long time? How connected are you to true memory? Do you remember your old life? How much do you remember? Will you keep asking about it or will you finally forget and submit to the brainwashing treatment and live with a smile in the new life? So obviously they're going to be working. I just made recent prophecies on the Nazis that their experiments never stopped. Their experiments came to America here and they have lived their best life. Those experiments, they have had years to be perfected. And one of the things they'll be working on is trying to wash away your old life and give you this new happy, I love it here in the Stepford Wives existence. And if those things work on you, God says you can finally leave the camps. But if you keep resisting the drugs by asking questions and remembering and just being a difficult subject, they will put the red light in your room and end it. You are a failed experiment to the new world order. Aushka Hausa. That is what the drug sounds like. And that is the master's voice. This is how the Lord speaks. This is how you know the Lord is using his instruments. He doesn't just come to his instruments and keep telling the instrument, I'm going to do a wealth transfer and I'm going to make America great again. And that's all I can talk about as the Holy Spirit. America, America, great, great wealth, wealth, going back to our glory days. No, to this instrument, the Lord says, come and see in your dreams how blood will flow. Come and see in your dreams how stubborn and deceived the hamsters are. 
and how they're just going to run on the wheel of some drug that will melt their minds. Come and see how before the mass drugging comes, the hamsters can be made to run on the wheel simply by dangling in front of them the lust of their hearts, the lust of their own eyes, and their stubborn pride that will ultimately destroy their lives. Celestial, come and see. Celestial, come, let me show you the true secrets so they can know. Who was among them speaking the truth of the Lord? This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Thank you to those who support this channel. A slight reminder, because many of you are new. I don't want to be impolite towards you, but I have asked before, if you want to support the channel, please always look under the video to see how you can be a blessing to the ministry if you are so led. You are under absolutely no obligation. I do not have Cash App. I don't use it. If you try to bless me that way, the app will automatically reject your gift. So if that has happened recently, please don't take it to heart. I appreciate each of you that supports me. And until I see you again. And don't expect it to be better when I see you again. It will be just like this when I see you again. So at some point, you will need to come to an apprehension that this is what she does here. If I keep coming here, it's always going to be like this until I let go of all my false expectations and change and understand what this woman is trying to teach me before those days come. Those days aren't here. Today are the days of, of coffee and, and shopping, but the days are coming. And when God tells you that people are working out there to build a snare for you and you're like, no, that's not true. He's getting ready to drain the swamp. How deceived are you? Something will be drained. It just won't be the swamp. Swamp drainage is Jesus's job, not your fake blonde golden boy's job. Until I see you again. Goodbye.